Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to my team, my voice with MTMV Sports. Yo, it's your girl, Fresh Love, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Keep it locked. What's up? What's up? It's uh Red and Bold with Will Smith and my co-host Joe Mobley. Yes, sir. A wonderful guest on the show today by the name of Miss Hong Forrest. Um, welcome her to the show. How you doing, Hong? I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me. Love your guys' show, and I'm glad to be on this week with you as uh, one of your guests. Yeah, we, we had a lot. We got a lot to talk about. Um, uh, make sure you check out uh, Hong's podcast. It's called Sideline Inspiration. Um, it's on Apple Podcasts, so definitely check her out, you guys. Uh, you can catch her on Twitter at Hong Forest, I believe. It's, it's, uh, it's not no underscore or anything, is it? No underscore. First name, last name. You just got to spell the first and the last name correct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So uh, thank you all for joining us. Here on Red and Bold, we are on episode five, and we're going to jump into it. Just um, We want to thank our sponsors, um, J. Moe's Barbecue. Be sure to upgrade your meats and get your barbecue from J. Moe's. He uh, ships his sauces nationwide, so be sure to uh, jump on that. It's www.jmosbbq.com. Also yes, sponsored by Waywater Entertainment. Um, get the new faith-based comic book, Legacy AD. We have two issues available and you can get that at LegacyADCartoon.Squarespace.com. Make sure you get that. Um, high school and up. We talk about some things and touch on things from a biblical, biblical worldview in the comic book. So be sure to check that out. Legacy AD. We are also sponsored by Manscaped. The best tools for below-the-waist grooming. Be sure to get, get your Manscaped product. I use Lawnmower 3.0. Also use the hair and body wash. Uh Got a brother smelling good, nice and trim. You know what I'm saying? No knickknacks. Uh-uh-uh. Yeah. <laughs> and you can use the code MTMV for 20% off your order as well as free shipping. So be sure to go to manscaped.com and get your Manscaped products on my brothers and fellas out there. So uh, we're going to uh, jump into it. We had some... Right, we had some um some some things happen recently. With wow! Chiefs. Finally, yeah, yeah, yeah. Caught, caught us off guard, right? Um, <laughs> so the Chiefs released Eric Fisher, and they also released Mitchell Swartz. When it seemed like um, both were going to be on target to return for next season, and you know we had our bookends set in place. That was a surprising release. They also released the center Austin Ryder, so we're going to have a pretty much an all new offensive line besides LDT who will be returning back from opting out and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes also, um, also restructured his contract. He, uh, they changed his roster bonus to a signing bonus, which saves $17 million against the cap for the Kansas City Chiefs. So now the Chiefs have some money to play with. What are y'all thoughts on, uh, the recent activities. Uh, first, you can go ahead and go first home. Let us know what you think. Yes, absolutely. Um, while I think that most of us were not 100% shocked and surprised that this happened, I think some of us still were because they are such figures in that offensive line for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, when we think of offensive line, I mean, you got the blindside protection. You got that, you know, right and left. Yeah. So this is, this was kind of, it's it's the, the part of the season that I don't love, of course, because you these, these guys become famous 
family to us. And uh, it's sad to see them go, but also it's a very, very strategic business move because there's no way to dictate or tell when somebody can return from an injury. So I think that's really important because an Achilles at Eric Fisher's age too, they're some big dudes. And so you want them to be at 100% before you put them back out there to protect the NFL's star player, right? So um, it's not a complete surprise, but it's still one of those that's like a gut punch because it's like, man, those guys were such figures when you think of our offensive line. So that's that's just kind of where I stand on that. So sad to see them go, but it was probably a necessary move. What about you, Joe? What do you think about it? No, definitely in there. Uh, I mean, I just – at first, like you said, you get that gut punch feeling. And then the more that I thought about it, it made sense. You know, I said, here we are looking at, you know, a couple of guys that are definitely uh, not the smallest of gentlemen at all. Uh, we, we're looking at Schwartz. If we talk about age, we're, we're talking about a completely different different thing there. I mean, a performer, no doubt. I, I still think he may at some point be able to return. But we're talking about this back injury that this guy has that, you know, again, at his age, at the position he's serving at, he's trying to gain leverage on edge rushers who, you know, are going to do everything but be kind to his back. And then we turn around and we look at an Achilles who we know uh, from any injury, even with the smallest of athletes, is recovery possible. But certainly we're probably looking at somewhat of a downside. So, I don't know. I kind of looked at it in a way as the perfect opportunity for us to improve some cap space there and uh, and to and to start over a bit, give us an opportunity to to take some solid look uh, looks at some free agents. And um, some of my picks are going to be somewhat contradictory to what I'm saying right here. <laughs> but uh, but uh, in, in a free agency, but but in a way, I, I feel like there's a difference in the fact of what we need to pursue versus what we were looking at there. I just hate for us to start out the season on a wing and a prayer, hoping that, you know, Swartz is going to be healthy enough to do what we need him to do. And in the same breath, we're looking at Fisher, hoping that he can again, protect that blind side, which does Mahomes have a blind side? I don't know. Right, but I don't right. ask him to be super all season. Right. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, I think um, cutting both of them, that was $18 million off the salary cap mm-hmm. and letting them go. And then you have we, – now we have Mahomes taking that or restructuring this contract um, to open up some more money for the Chiefs and to possibly to do some things in free agency and make some moves. Right. And uh, one thing about what what happens, I believe, like – I was like, okay, Brett Veach is not going to do something like this, him and Andy mm-hmm. Reid. Um, without having a plan in place or knowing right. knowing what they want, know, knowing who's on the market, who's becoming available, who they want to go after. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You don't just cut some guys and be like, oh, we'll find something out. I think we all do. I, and even if we didn't, we've come to because we've just mm-hmm. seen him move, make chess move after chess mm-hmm. move um, time after time. So, and with two as significant players that he uh, cut here, I really feel as though there's already other things in play. So I trust, I absolutely trust Brett Veach and it'll be very interesting to see what, uh, what gets announced. Like, Hey, you know, as we move into this part of free agency, so it's going to be very interesting, but I trust him. I absolutely trust him. Yeah. And then, um, it makes me think about like the year before last was like, yeah, the year before last when we let go of Justin Houston and D Ford, and those were two big pieces on the defense and Brett Veach made some moves and, you know, 
and they won a Super Bowl that year that he made those moves. Right. So, you know, <laughs> hopefully the same thing will happen when we, you know, we make it back. Exactly. Exactly. Because those were hard too. I mean, probably D four not as hard tough after yeah. that critical Super Bowl or AFC Championship mistake there um, that we will never live down. But uh, the Justin Houston move that was a hard yeah. one to let yeah. go of because he was such a leader and such a great individual mm-hmm. that you hate to see somebody like that move on to a different team. Yeah, and I thought at that time that they would just get rid of one of them, but not both of them. Mm-hmm. So that's what had caught me off guard with that. So, yeah, and we're yeah, this is why now. it's <laughs> not my favorite part of the season. But I understand that it is a business ultimately, and mm-hmm. they have to do what's best for the entire team and that end goal of you know getting back to um, for us probably is getting back to the Super Bowl and winning it. Mm-hmm. So now we're gonna talk about um, get into uh, our free free agency. Um, it's come it's coming upon us and there are some it's some good some good players out there now and then with the salary cap being lower than what it was going to be um initially I think it was uh supposed to be what 195 and it's 182.5 mm-hmm. so um and we're going to start with you Hong. we so our assignment was everybody for each of us to pick three free agents that we would like to see on the Chiefs or to, to at least see the Chiefs go after to uh to bring to the team and then we'll have a bonus player at the end um but we're going to start with hong and see what three free agents she would like to see uh, yeah to the chiefs and then uh and and tell us why like let us know why all right well i think obviously after this week's moves it's pretty high priority for us to take a look at the offensive line and what we can bring in in terms of tackles and guards and a center to protect uh patrick mahomes and to give us a little bit of a chance at stopping whatever comes at us and at that line of course so i would say wishful thinking if they can't figure out a way to sign and keep them in san francisco trent williams Mm. (laughs) i just right off the bat so um he obviously is going to be a little bit costly but i think that he could be worth paying for because we need that protection on that front line. We don't want, um, uh, this is what the conversation is in this household because we are half Chiefs, half Seahawks in here, but Mm -hmm. we don't want to see Patrick getting Russell Wilson. So uh, Trent Williams, if we can figure a way, that would be great. He is 33 years old, but I think he's somebody who could play well into his 30s. And he's just one of the best after not playing any snaps in the season before this last one he had one of the best seasons in the league this last year so I think that he's worth looking at and if they can't come to terms with money negotiations contract in San Francisco let's bring him over why not so that'd be my first one Mm -hmm. um my second one as our needs have changed this last week uh looking at center Corey Lindsley um just out of out of Green Bay they couldn't afford to keep him of course and um their left tackle I can't pronounce his last name David I think it's Bakhtiari or something like that Yeah, but I'd like to see him. He brings a veteran quality. He's probably one of the best centers on the market and available uh, and dependable. So I think that somebody like him to bring him to the team, the franchise, work out whatever the money aspect of that is, but to bring him in because not only is he going to be a reliable veteran at that position, but also he's going to be able to um, be a really good run blocker as well. So I think that's something that we need to help continue to further our run game as well, our run game development so that 
Clyde can continue to do what he does and whoever else we decide to bring in at that, in that committee. So those two for sure. And then I had a fun one, just throwing this one out there because this is my fun one. Okay. Um, was it, wait, was the assignment two and then one fun one or was it three? No, it's three, three. Okay. 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 We'll do the bonus one at the end though. Okay, we'll do the ball. Okay, I'll save this one then. Then my third one, this might not be very popular. I don't know that it'll be very popular. Actually, I know for sure it probably will not be very popular. But I'm going to say we signed Mike Remmers to one year last year, right, for the 2020 season. Mm-hmm. Let's bring him back for another year. Let's bring him back because he has shown that he can be flexed. He is a versatile guy and playing guard or tackle wherever we need him. This, If he, we were to sign him, he likely would not be a starter, but – we are we have shown that we have needed the next man up a six man a pinch player uh this entire last season and i think that he would be an extremely reliable next man up so is he you know does is he one of the top performers no not necessarily but he is very reliable and we need somebody like that because i just feel very cautious about having all new offensive line of course um versus having some uh some some pieces that are already familiar with our offense Mm-hmm. Yeah. So those are my three that I would sign with obviously that last one probably being the most unpopular opinion. Yeah, I have no qualms about any of those because it's offensive line help. And Rimmers was, was definitely good as far as uh, coming in for depth. And, and when he was filling in at the right tackle position, he actually did a, a pretty good job at right tackle. It was, it's kind of hard to get switched from right tackle to left for the Super Bowl and go against one of the top rushers in the league. Yeah. That was a huge ass. So I'm not mad at him. Some people are like, oh, well, he played horrible. I'm like, well, he was – he did great at right tackle. So yeah. <laughs> so if you slide him either, either there or at a guard position when we need him, I'm with it. Like those yep. other picks too. Okay, all right, Hong, I got you. All right. So now we're going to roll with Joe and see what three free agents Joe would love to see in the Chiefs uniform and tell yeah. us why. You know what I'm saying? You know, I, I, I hate to come right behind Hong. I mean, I don't. I, I feel like she's been looking at my notes here or something. But, I mean, Corey Lindsley, Corey Lindsley was number one for me. And the reason that I said it is some of the same reasons that Hong said it. But I also said it because as a veteran, you know, your center, you know, I played center before, you know, in my high school glory days, True Blue, Lincoln Tigers, thank you very much. But, uh, you know, um, that's your leader for your offensive line in, in most cases, and you can't discount their ability to make sure that the protection scheme is as it should be. And then the connection that with your quarterback uh, is pivotal. I mean, my thing is you've been hiking the ball to Rodgers, uh, who better else to hike the ball to than Patrick Mahomes? Something tells me you're looking at somebody that's going to bring uh, just a grade-A attitude to the to the locker room. Uh, I like the roots that uh, Andy has there in Green Bay as well. Um, if there's an opportunity for uh, this gentleman to maybe come into an atmosphere that makes a little bit more sense, I like our chances there with him. I don't know what the cost would be. That was the other thing. How much is this gentleman going to cost? I don't know that he's going to be able to pull the market away, um, but I think that for a reasonable offer, we can get this gentleman in here at least on a, maybe a year or two year deal, possibly if he was willing, you know, something along, um, along those lines. Uh, after that, you know, my next move was, you know, then again, I hate to say it, but uh, my next pick's another center. I'm going to go with David Andrews from the Patriots. I just don't see anything wrong with this gentleman. A little bit younger, uh, not absolutely the youngest, may cost us a little bit more, 
but this guy's been solid there. He's, he's doing a good job. I don't see anything preventing him. I think we have to address the offensive line. Uh, there's, there's no way uh, around that. And I, and I don't think that we can address the offensive line completely from the perspective of the draft uh, and expect to protect uh, a half billion dollar investment that we have there in Patrick Mahomes. That doesn't doesn't make much sense to me. We got to have somebody to guide that ship. And I think that this uh, that this this gentleman gives us you know just an opportunity to somewhat do that. My third, but a definite like I want to do this. It's not offense, okay. Let's start with the center. Everybody else, it is what it is. For the right tackle position, I think we still have the gentleman that was the, the rookie. I can't remember his name. You say it so good, Will, if you would just Lucas go. Lucas Nyang. Lucas Nyang, yes. If you would just – I think we'll be okay in that regard. But my third, maybe it's wishful thinking on my part, but I believe that he would bring a spark to our defense that we've been looking for. Uh, I'm ready for the reunion with Justin Houston. Everybody can get the but I'm ready for that reunion. I think that his, uh, I think that the price point for him will will be favorable. And something tells me that there's a desire in his heart to finish here. I think in his heart of hearts, he's a chief. And I would love nothing more than to be able to offer uh, and participate, or whatever the case might be, as a fan, just to be able to see Justin Houston as a part of what you know, was probably some of the most hopeful years we had. Mm-hmm. Love to see him have that opportunity to participate in a Super Bowl, an AFC championship, healthy. I feel like he he deserves those things, and I feel like the man would wreak havoc. Now, my fourth. Oh, wait a minute. And, wait a minute. That's the bonus. That's the bonus. We're going to do that later. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought we were doing that now. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm out yeah, yeah. we're going to do all our bonuses at the same time. That's my three. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's my three. Okay. And my fourth way you're Those ready. Good. You know? I like the Justin Houston. I can, uh, that would be, you know, him and Frank Clark, you know what I'm saying? Nice, man. And Jones in the middle. And then Justin, uh, I think Spags, would, he would know yeah. how to use Justin Houston. Whereas yeah. Sutton had Justin Houston dropping in coverage a lot of times. I'm like, come on, man. Let him rush the passer. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, let him rush the passer. But I think the thing, like a lot of people, you know, we're we having that conversation kind of about Frank Clark. Just to drop it in real quick. You know, Frank Clark does a good job of staying home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I appreciate Sometimes. That. I've seen him run himself out of play sometimes. Mm-hmm. He does that, but, but, but more times than not, what you're, what you're not going to do is successfully get around the edge on Frank. You'll mm-hmm. find the same thing there with Justin Houston. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of discipline. I yeah. think as he's aged as a veteran, he'll stay home. I like it. I like it, man. So um, now it's come down to my three. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got some uh, interesting ones. I just like pick some guys like, yo, offense, defense, like, yo, I like these guys. I would love for the Chiefs to go after them. Now, my first one, it was going to be D.D. Westbrook, but then I saw that he suffered an ACL um, tear this past season, so he'd be coming back from that. So I'm like, okay, let me, let me uh, pick somebody that's healthy. And actually, this guy is younger. Wide receiver Curtis Samuel, 25 years old, a good route runner with good hands, a physical receiver. He's versatile. Um, let me see. He can also take um, a handoff. He's taking handoffs out the backfield, kind of like Tyreek Hill. He also, I think he wear he wears the same number as Tyreek Hill. So we got to give up that number 10. He can't wear number 10. That's, that's Tyreek's. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he also runs a four three one. He ran a four three one forty at the combine. So he's got speed. He he matches the leads in the zoom, and he would be great in this offense, along with Tyreek, McCole, Byron Pringle. You know, what I'm saying you add him, and then you got Marcus Kemp, who they just resigned. Um, and of course, you know, the Chiefs will probably get a receiver in the draft, or uh, you know, another. Oh, time. Okay, cancel that. My bad. I got to edit that out. No. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't stop. Dismiss. There we go. All right. So that's my first one. Uh, my second one is uh, outside linebacker Hassan Reddick. He's 27 years old. He's got a high motor. He also provides a good pass rush this past season. Now, this was probably his best uh, season as far as, like, getting sacks. He had 12 and a half sacks um, this 2020 season. And he's a good physical tackler, which is what the Chiefs need. We need somebody that can – you know, make the tackles. We don't like missed tassel, miss tackles. We've seen that enough in a Chiefs defense. And so um, that's my other guy, Hassan Reddick. Now this other guy, ooh-wee. <laughs> Cornerback Ronald Darby. Yeah. Seven years old. Yeah. I've, been wanting, I've been wanting the Chiefs to get him. I think he actually came for a visit a couple seasons ago, but the, the thing, that's when the Eagles might have ended up signing him. But I would love him to – uh I love the Chiefs to snag him up, man. When I watch his footage, he's always in the right place. His man is always in in his in the guy's hip, making plays on the ball, breaking up the passes. He's very good in press man coverage. Uh, good at tracking and making plays on the ball, and he's good versus the run. We need a guy to come up and tackle. Now, one thing that I did discover, because I thought DeAndre Baker was going to be a free agent, but he's still under contract. Mm. And that so that that makes it easier for them to let a, a Bashad Breeland go. So even if they lined up today, right, you would have DeAndre Baker on one side and Legarius Sneed on one side, and then you still have Rashad Fenton and uh, Bo Peak Keys, the younger guy that they had just drafted. But then you bring in Ronald Darby with that also in that secondary. You know, <laughs> so that was my uh, that was my third one, man. I love to see I Ronald like Darby it. in this That's secondary. Nice. Now we're going to go to our bonus picks and uh we'll let Joe go first with his bonus one all right so this was my bonus pick this is a wish and a dream I know he's up there it's 32 years old but uh you know we talked about this on the last show Uh, I want that middle linebacker that I believe can change things turn things into something different uh I'm going to Seattle for KJ Wright let's Mm. bring him in I like him. I like his speed. There's nothing about him that is uh, indicates that he's falling off. Uh, nothing about him indicates that he will fall off. Uh, the man brings it every time he comes on the field. Uh, we know how the, the defense for Seattle is. I've never seen a lack of motivation there. Uh, and I think that he brings that to our defense with a different level, level of leadership. Uh, and I think that's part of the free agency is, I think, where we have to address the need for the sound and solid leadership that we're looking for uh, in different areas of, of, of our team, whatever that might be, whether it be on defense or, or, or the offensive line. Uh, you start talking about a middle linebacker. If there's a man who knows what's going on when the defense gets out there and it's time to make a call, nobody can convince me that K.J. Wright does not. Uh, what is that going to cost? I don't know. He's 32. So I can't imagine that it's going to be back-breaking. Um, but I'm thinking at the end of the day, I love to see uh, KJ uh, with an opportunity as well to get a Super Bowl, and I think that he turns uh, turns our defense into an even stronger a stronger force. I like it, KJ Wright. He's a baller. He's a baller. 
Uh, who you got, huh? All right. Completely wishful, just for fun. <laughs> Juju Smith Schuster. Wow. Yeah. And he wouldn't have to be a number one either. Right? Exactly. Oh. Um, and, you know, he and Cheetah, they can share. They each bring their own personalities without the egos to the game. So I think that it would be a lot of fun, obviously, to have somebody with his um, big personality uh, out there and sharing that space. And we just, a few, I think that it's one of, you know, obviously Cheetah's number one receiver, you know, and that, that the, all the rest of the, the depth in that position is not really, not really filled in. So it'd be great to have somebody like Juju help out. Um, but he is just very, very smart. He understands coverages. He can uh, play that man and zone defense from where he's at in the slot. So I think it'd be really fun to have somebody like him, but obviously I know he's going to cost a lot of money, but maybe just, not, you know, I mean, you know, but exactly. <laughs> they, I don't do numbers. Uh, that's why somebody else does it. But it would be uh, so much fun to have him and just to give us um, solid depth in that yeah. position. It's it's one of those areas where we haven't had a ton of help in that in that position. And I know I think we're going to see several of the guys um, not return this year. So I don't know if D Rob's going to make it back, for example. I don't think he will. Um, so, and we don't know what's going to happen with Sammy Watkins uh, in order to be able to play and whatnot. You have to be available. And unfortunately right. his injuries this last yeah. season really kept him out of there. So I'd like to see him back, of course, but uh, in terms of reliability from a player, somebody who could be a solid number two, mm-hmm. it would be fantastic to have somebody of his sort of his uh, caliber. Yeah, I like both of those because KJ Wright would uh, definitely improve uh, the defense and Juju Smith sister Schuster along with ooh Tyreek and Travis and Cole. <laughs> oh yeah, that would be nasty. And like like you said, he wouldn't have to be a number one. Like you know, he could. Uh, there's some pressure taken off of him. And then with the other weapons, even at, at running back, Clyde edwards Hilaire and Damian Williams. So I mean, that that would be nasty. Now, my pick. Mm. When I tell y'all, if the Chiefs got this <laughs> brother right here, mm-hmm. I'm gonna guess if they got this brother right here, this will be the nastiest secondary in the league, hands down. This young brother. When I tell you he slapped he he Joe, when you said you want somebody to lay that wood and make it <laughs> like there, I need nothing. that. I need brother. that. Okay, he's a safety. Keanu Neal. Wow. He's a free agent. Wow. That boy, when I tell wow. you, he plays hard. Now, he, he he started his first two seasons, he played the uh, full seasons, but then, like, the two seasons after that, he had injuries. But then he came back last season and had a very good 2020 season. That brother, he brings that wood. And he, he I saw him call so many fumbles. <laughs> Wow. So imagine him, and you know Spags likes to play three safeties in the defense. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, pr- price wise, is he is he within reach? Maybe what what are you looking at? Uh, I mean, I don't know if he's looking for a payday. Then no, but because uh, he's young, he's only like twenty five, I think. Right. Yeah, I got it written down here. Where yeah, where yeah, where yeah, Keanu Neal. He's twenty six. Twenty six uh-huh. years old. So he's young, man, mm-hmm. and um. But if they could pull that off, man, talk about a nasty secondary. Then you got your corners. Yeah. Ooh, that's that would well, be a dream for me. I would be like, yeah. yeah. But I, I really wonder. I mean, 
you know, I, I'm, and maybe maybe we're nuts. I mean, but or whatever for some of the picks that we've we've thrown out there there at the end. But I, I really wonder, you know, with the adjustments that they made, and you know, we saw that adjustment with Mahomes. We saw the adjustment with the offensive line for the salary cap. Mm-hmm. You know, we got some room there. There's a little bit of room to to, to navigate. And then um, if they could um, get Frank Clark to restructure his mm-hmm. too and do a, a, the same type of signing bonus, whatever they need to do, just to kind of finagle and get some more money and have uh, a couple of guys re- restructure like a Frank Clark or Chris Jones, man. I mean, that'll open up some more money. And then you're talking about definitely like, I mean, we're already, I think uh, you have to put the Chiefs up there as Super Bowl favorites again to go back, at least one of the teams in the AFC um, besides um, – uh, who you got? Baltimore, Tennessee. Bills are contenders Bills. now. The Bills are definitely mm-hmm. on to come up. Um, but I, I think last year though the Chiefs just showed like uh we're a notch above <laughs> everybody. But thank you, before, thank you, for before Cleveland. <laughs> thank you for hey. coming, but thank you. Right, right. I mean, because before uh Mahomes got hurt that Cleveland game, they were up what nineteen to three at halftime. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was about to be a blowout. So, um. If the Chiefs get uh, some of the pieces, even some of the pieces that we mentioned, and, you know, it's some other guys that are out there free agency-wise that could also improve the team. But, I mean, I, I feel like Brett Veach is going to make some some nice moves. And then the draft, too, some some depth at certain positions, man. Um, is there anything else you guys have that you would like to bring up Chiefs-wise? Yeah. Uh, I, I just – I wanted to ask you guys, do, do you feel that there's a sense of urgency in regards to making sure that we solidify the things like the offensive line, do you feel like that that move that, that, that Veach makes presents a sense of urgency for us, not just to return to the Super Bowl, but to win? What are your thoughts there? I like, I, I kind of feel like the move was unprecedented. You know, nobody saw that coming, thought that that was going to happen. You know, hey, I know that for me, when it came across, I was like, you know, I'm tired of them sending spam across my mm-hmm. you know, little Twitter feed or whatever. I'm like, this is this is buffoonery and nonsense. Who Who's doing this? Certainly, we didn't just drop both of our tackles. Mm-hmm. And the reality of it was is that we really did. But I was <laughs> like, there's got to be a, once, you know, cooler heads prevailed. It was like, there's got to be some level of urgency there in the front office to say, we don't just want to go back to the Super Bowl. We know we can do that. We believe that, mm-hmm. but we want to win. Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and I think that's what's, what's going on. We saw, like, okay, um, this is the Super Bowl we would have won had we had um, not even just the starters, but good quality depth where we could still function as an offense. They couldn't function as an offense with what they had in there with second and third mm-hmm. stringers. And mm-hmm. that's not normally what happens, but unfortunately, you know, we had to opt out, send the, the injuries along the line that just, it was just one of those years and it happened at a bad time. But I think he really wants to solidify that because I think the Chiefs are hungry. They want to get back and win, yes. especially knowing that we were, I mean, Tampa's a, a very good team, but we know, I I feel like I know, like if they had had a starting offensive line in there, it's a different game. I'm with yeah, you. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. So, and I will say too, that I believe that with us letting go of Fisher and Schwartz, that Veach already has something up his sleeve. 
And, you know, people talk about, oh, they're not officially supposed to do anything until this date and whatnot. But, you know, (laughs) open sesame, let the tampering begin. They've already got something up their sleeves. Otherwise, how could you make such a huge decision to let go of both Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz. So there has to be something already cooking. So I trust in that because I know that they want to get back to the Super Bowl and win it as quickly as possible. Because right now people are thinking, oh, 60% of the O-line is going to be fresh, brand new, something we've not seen before. There's no way y'all are getting back to the Super Bowl. When in reality, they have the pieces probably already in motion to make sure that that happens. Sure. How much do you say that somebody can say, uh, which, what weight, you guys, real quick, what, what weight do you give it if somebody says, in Veach we trust? Do you, what do you give that on a scale of 1 to 10? What are your thoughts there? I'm about an 8 or a 9. Um, oh. Because, I mean, he's drafted. When you look at the young guys we have in there, I mean, LeJarius Sneed was, what, a third or fourth rounder? Yeah. And you know, small around there. a lot like, tech. Yeah. And then, <laughs> like, that's a fine right there. And then – um. It was another. It's a couple. He's had some some picks that have hit and like immediately contributed, and 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 had an effect on this team. So um, I definitely I believe that he'll make some. I mean, he's had some bad ones, but he's had the but the good ones that have hit have been good players. And so I think he's a good evaluator of talent, um, especially to him and Andy Reid. And um, mm-hmm. so I, I mean, and Andy Reid knows offensive linemen too. So he's 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 yeah. very good at finding like gems, you know, in later rounds and stuff like that. And so uh, I'm waiting for Rashad Fenton. He's you know the cornerback. He was like a, a fifth round, sixth round pick, something like that. Yeah. And so like when you look at just the scope of what he's done through the draft and free agency, and then uh, Kansas City now being more attractive place to go with the quarterback that we have, knowing that we're like, you know, we're automatically com- playoff contenders and, you know, we're very strong contenders to win the AFC championship. So if you want to win, you come to the Chiefs now. Like we'll probably be the new New England Patriots. Like, you know, people already hating us like that anyway. So, <laughs> <They do. laughs> but yeah, Joe, I'm, I'm with I'm with Will, too. I'm up there with like a nine in my trust in Beach, my my belief in him. Ooh. Cool. So, all right, man, that's what we have today for Red and Bold, man. We're going to get out of here to do some shout outs. Uh, Hong, do you have any shout outs that you'd like to uh, throw out there? Uh, Will started already, y'all. It's brand new project up and running now, but come follow Sideline Inspiration. It's the newest podcast where I'm sharing a bit of life and inspiration to get people off the bench and into the game of life itself. Uh, So come follow that and drop a follow Twitter, Instagram at Hong Forest. All right. She got Joe. It's a shout out. Uh, man, today I'm just coming back uh, again uh, to the good uh, hamburger spot uh, there. And I guess everything that you might want as far as dining there right off the 39th uh, in Indiana, not too far from the uh, churches there on the corner, right there in the shopping center. Please hop in and support uh, my good friend Dana, the new the new spot there, if you're in Shiny Mission. Uh, hop, hop by Luffy's and you know, other than that, I just appreciate you guys so much, Hong. I just really enjoyed, you know, you being here with us today. It made me feel like, you know, I need to really just, you know, kind of you hear the broadcaster voice she has in there, Will. I'm just yeah. Saying, hey, I, I mean, hey. Was, you know, it wasn't like it was. It was like wow, you know, for me anyway. <laughs> so I'm done. Thank, well, thank you, you Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, um, 
I told y'all to have shout outs. Uh, and I'm thinking, okay, shout out, shout out. Shout out to uh, friends of mine, Creative Air Inc. They'll be uh, doing a new short film. Um, won't tell you the title yet, but I just want to shout out to my, my friends, Chris and Maya Dawson, doing their thing um, with their, their writing, their creativity. They are awesome. Creative Air Inc. Be sure to check them out, man. Um, follow them on social media. Uh, also want to shout out, uh, of course, MTMV Sports. That's the umbrella we are under. My team, my voice. When you want to hear uh, a perspective, for, I don't have that. I got to edit that out, man. Golly, I might leave it in there. Like <laughs> Whatever you got to do, bro. Feel free. Bro. But uh, <laughs> if you want to hear for the fans, by the fans, check out MTMV Sports, man. A lot of us are fans of uh, the teams that we cover. Uh, so just check out at MTMV Sports, MTMV uh, Sports Podcast Network on Facebook. Check us out. We have the Huddle Up every Monday night at 9.30 p.m. Eastern time. So check out MTMV Sports, the Huddle Up, where we uh, it's a debate show where we talk about um, different subjects and topics um, in sports. So uh, check that out, man. And thank you for checking out Red and Bo. We appreciate you all viewing and watching. Joe has something else to say. Just one more. Just one more. I just want to make sure I keep calling it the hamburger joint, but the name of it is Double Backs. Double Backs KC, okay? Okay. That's the name of the hamburger place right down in Indiana in the shopping center, not too far down the street from the church's chicken. I got to get there. I'm trying to do the right thing. I can't wait to get over there. I'm I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Double backs. Make sure y'all check that out. Yeah. And again, be sure to uh, check out manscaped.com. Uh, use the code MTMV for 20% off your order uh, with free shipping. Also, JMO's Barbecue, sponsored by JMO's today, sponsored by Way, uh, Waywater Entertainment. Check out Legacy AD, the faith-based comic book. We have issues number one and number two. So be sure to check that out. Follow us on Twitter at Red and Bold. That's at R-E-D-A-N-D-B-O-L-D. Holla at y'all. Thank you for tuning in. We love you. Appreciate you. God bless. Blessings. Date night with the wife. So I gotta get fresh. I need to trim with precision and I need to smell good. If you want the best tools below the waist, use Manscaped. Besides, I gotta protect the family jewels. Manscaped, refining the gentleman.